2: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. No. Okay. Alrighty.
0: How are you feeling? I feel good. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. We like recording on Sundays. We do. We like recording on, I don't know. I feel like it's either Sunday or Tuesday. Yeah. Eight. Sometimes
3: we like to push it a little closer <laughs> to the edge.
0: I, it's funny because I'm like, we got to record early because... I want time to edit, and I inevitably will end up editing it on Wednesday, like yeah. at 6 p.m. That's how I and work I'll on those things. Finish at like 10:30. I don't a... do
3: anything until immediately before a deadline. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think I've been like that since grade school. Yeah, I'm yeah. like,
0: oh, this paper's due. Let me do it this morning. Yep. How
3: you been since I saw you last? Mm, good. I've been in Williamsburg a lot. <laughs> yeah, we're in Williamsburg right, right now, now, which is amazing. We were both here.
0: Yesterday, Yesterday, seeing the same movie. This is the second week yeah. in a row
3: that Bridget and I saw the same movie
0: on the same day. <laughs> Without speaking to each other <laughs> before or after this until This time we, we weren't watching it simultaneously, Simultaneously. but, but we it both, was The
3: Big Sick and we both highly recommend it. It's so good. Beautiful. It's sad. It's funny. It's true. And I'd heard so much about it before going in and it still exceeded my expectations. It has a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn. This episode
0: of Splat is brought to you by the (laughs) The Big Big Sick, Sick. (laughs) of course. Um, Yeah, hi Bridget. Hi Brooke. I almost just said hi Brooke. (laughs) Hi Bridget. (laughs) Hi Brooke. Hi Bridget. Welcome new. Hi everyone. (laughs) Hello. See, Eccles made me nervous. I know. Eccles, do you hear that? You made me nervous. Eccles, can
3: you hear me? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Welcome to Splat. The podcast. Where me, Brooke.
3: And me, Bridget. Talk about sex in the city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. Boom. Boom. Also... Do you guys uh, remember two weeks ago we had Hannah on this podcast who was amazing and she was talking about how there's a, almost no true lesbian bars in New York even though there are a million gay ones. Oh yeah. That's- and on Tuesday I went to like basically the one legit gay bar lesbian bar in Manhattan with a big group of friends called Cubby Hole. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing and it was so fun. But I was, it's literally apparently the one and I was there too.
1: Am I allowed to talk? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, we have we have a guest this week, <laughs> Jess Thompson, amazing.
1: Well, we don't have to introduce, but there is one called the V as well.
0: Oh, Isn't amazing! The Where, Where stands is it?
1: For vagina. I'm wow, guessing. that's what a <laughs> leap. Uh, that's in like the West Village. Greenwich Quarter mm, makes but sense. That's a true lesbian bar too. So but yeah, two. there's very few, and the Cubbyhole is a great one. Yeah, dang. I'm no, let's introduce I just you. Like get on, yeah.
3: get
0: on in here. Come here. Um, sure. So sorry, Jeff. I butted in early. No, oh, that was perfect.
1: That's perfect. Well, You're part of the but game. But tell me if I'm interrupting too much because I am a Sex and the City fanatic. Uh, yes, yeah, we so can't <laughs> wait to have. Yeah, please tell we us have- a little bit about you. Yeah. I. My name is Jess, Jess Thompson. I am a film director, filmmaker. I write, direct, and produce films. And my feature film, The Light of the Moon, just won the Audience Award at South by Southwest. Oh,
3: congratulations. Yay. No big deal. Yeah. My boss goes to South by every year, oh. and I I really would love to go at some point. It, it is the like best s- of the
1: film festivals. Yeah. Well, I've been to maybe five of the major film festivals, Yeah, and it's so grassroots and so uh, I mean, it's expensive to go because Austin is so expensive at that time. But it's honestly so filmmaker-friendly, so musician-friendly, so artist-friendly. And there's just – they shut down the whole city for the festival. And it's just food trucks everywhere and music Mm -hmm. everywhere. And it's so much fun. Austin seems like a cool place.
3: I've heard – I'm from Portland, Oregon. And I've heard – I do too. (laughs) I've heard tell that Austin is kind of like the southern –
1: Yeah, so I've traveled to to 42 states in America, and I, if you can't hear, I'm Australian. Yeah, Yeah, so I've traveled to a lot of places, and other than New York, the only other places I could live or, like, see myself living at some point would be Portland, Oregon, Austin, Texas, um, New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans
0: is the best city in America.
1: Yes, I agree. And then Missoula, Montana is also beautiful. It's a bit small. But then I just found out Montana has the highest suicide in ended And I was like, well, I don't oh know boy. if I want to live in that state. Yeah, Montana. Maybe, yeah.
0: It's like right in the middle, right? Yeah. yeah. It's so beautiful. It I think it's gorgeous. one of those places
1: that's beautiful to visit, but maybe not to live. Yeah. Because it's very remote. I think it is very remote. You're right. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's a lot of filmmaking in New Orleans, too. They film a lot. Yes. There.
1: And we might be going to the New Orleans Film Festival oh, in, a, in a couple of months. So that'll be fun.
0: Is that the movie that you did with Michael?
1: Yeah. So that's how Brooke and I know each other. Yes, oh, right. friend of the
0: pod. I don't know actually. He made me has never. <laughs>
1: We're <laughs> never gonna have good. him on at some point. <laughs> we have to have him on. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, the last time I saw him, he was like, I just bought the textbook that um, psychologists use to like understand the brain. Oh wow. <laughs> um. So Michael Salt David, star of Cloverfield, um. And I did a <laughs> play last summer, and Jess and I met. Was. It I think it was when we went to that your friends the like s- that mansion. What
1: was it called? Um called. Oh, it's that exclusive club in, yeah. in on Fourteenth Street.
0: Yeah, the exclusive club
3: on Fourteenth.
1: Whatever
0: that, that one sounds is. like, such a Sex in the City thing. I
1: know it's like the Rosewood, but it's not that.
0: And you like go in, and it's like levels and levels of bars. But we like snuck up to the top floor, which I think was like a movie room. Yeah, Whoa. and we just like played um charades, charades and stuff oh, and it's such amazing. it was like
1: actors writers and directors all there and i was like we are such nerds that it's saturday night at like two AM, <laughs> and we're sounds all getting ideal. off like oh we had <laughs> and we had like this exclusive the norwood norwood the norwood oh. um i said rosewood that was close um yeah that is close well done but yeah so it was it was like, honestly, like uh, the drama geeks. It was. Best dream. <laughs> it like, was so funny. <laughs> grown up version. Yeah, it was great. I Not loved fun. it. Um, so, yeah, then we we bonded over that. And then recently we went to a reading of one of Michael Store David's scripts. And I'm, so no, I think I even quoted something from Sex in the City. And yeah. then you quoted something back, and I we were like, oh.
0: oh. <laughs> and then, well, you told me that. And this is like, this stuck with me. I've like told Bridget, like, f- and like everybody, I was like, just moved to New York because of sex in the city that's crazy yeah what was that yeah it like, always how makes did that me process feel like happen? a whore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like when i say that but i'm gonna i'm gonna claim it i'm no. gonna take the yeah, no. Um <laughs> it's just like a weird thing to be 12 and watching sex in the city and like i'm gonna move there that's when i
0: but that's when i watched it too it's weird amazing because you're like it's just like yeah there's so much sex, and you're 12.
1: Yeah, and I don't think I mean it's called Sex in the City, and Mum let me watch it. I think she was very I was very into filmmaking from a early age, so I think mm. she knew that I could. I remember one time I watched Room for a Dream way too early, and I was like, I think that film was a bit old for me. <laughs> but most of the time, she kind of allowed me to censor myself. Wow, um, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah but my mum was a pretty strict Catholic mum, but with that, she was pretty. I don't know open with it so yeah I watch it and I just loved it and there was two girlfriends Christine and and who we would get on the phone after every episode and oh dissect it and after the uh, finale which you haven't seen yet I, I will not. not ruin anything we had a long discussion because some of us disagreed and some of us agreed wow. and how old like,
3: were you then when the season ended
1: it or been, when I think I was in year 12 so wow. I think when I was 12 so that's 18 right so I was 12 and I must have had to wa- i must have come in at like season three or something and i had to like backwatch. yeah and then mm. i was up to date and so then i would watch it back watch did you, anyway. backwatch? Did I, you got- even know. I, I must like- have gone to the blockbuster oh my god something. yes TV we have t- to i like forget that we
0: have <laughs> such access to like seasons and seasons of it's things. True. Like we yeah, I'm like rewatching Friends for like the millionth time right now, but it's just like on Netflix. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. I think I there used to be some a store that I frequented a lot called Easy D V D in oh. Australia. I have a DVD collection that's like got a thousand DVDs in it, which are all, wow. worth, all worth nothing now. Yeah, but
3: DVDs. They're worth <laughs> it to you. We have yeah. so many.
1: Mom's home. like, could you get these out of my garage? <laughs> There's just like four boxes. I'm <laughs> well, like, sell them for a dollar online. Um, Someday they're going to so be worth a So I think I bought them. Yeah, well, that's what they say, but I don't know. No. It's not no, like VHS, no. which has this like analogness to it that right, is kind oh, of right. beautiful. Nostalgic. But I, DVD yeah. is just like meh. Kind yeah. of in the
3: middle. It's kind of like the CD surprise surprise you Mm -hmm. know like people have a lot of nostalgia for like
1: tapes and record players but because it's like analog versus digital so as soon as it's digital it's like worth a lot less I think yeah
0: um so when did you move to America
1: America (laughs) um so I moved about eight years ago but I traveled for a whole year shooting a documentary so that's when I went to 42 states I bought a a car I slept in the back of it for nine months loved every minute of it what was
3: that documentary called
1: it never came out because there was too much footage but I did edit it into like a couple of short uh, oh, documentaries cool. but yeah it was called the land of milk and honey mm. and it was kind of about the kind of myth of the american dream but also just about the p- and also not the myth but like how that drives people and mm. i would just so i'd sleep a lot in walmart parking lots it was like my favorite place to sleep because wow. there's 24-hour security and 24-hour bathrooms and how
3: very american
1: yeah and there's a <laughs> lot of great people traveling there's some people because it was during kind of the recession the end of the recession that mm. there were people also wow. who were didn't have homes so they would sleep but they were like young families and you'd all kind of congregate and there was this little community where you'd all share your food and you'd all chat and stuff that's amazing and i would so i'd interview a lot of those people about their life and about like you know their dreams
3: oh my god that's so cool so cool so i feel like i have yeah i have a very deep
1: understanding of i think america um well nine years ago america eight years ago america sure and a lot of the more rural rural places (laughs) in america um yeah Cause I just have, I haven't just seen major cities. I've seen a lot of like tiny towns and the landscape of America is beautiful. So, yeah. and wow. then basically nine months later, I got to New York and then sold my car in Jersey and then moved to New York city.
0: When wow. I, I moved to New York city and I had a car in college in Chicago and my dad and I drove it across the country and it was right after I graduated, like I graduated and then like two weeks later I was, I was like here. And he was like, okay, like drop me off in my new apartment. Like I'm going to go sell your car. And I burst into tears. My best friend had told me that just told me that she was moving to San Francisco. I was like in like a very complicated love situations i just started crying it was like everything is ending i'd had i like was the not car was t- the last straw <laughs> yeah
1: that was not the way to move to new york i was
0: not <laughs> attached to this car at all but i was just like it had just like hit me that the college was over and i was like it. why can't leave the car and my dad was like you have to get out let it go let it go, <laughs> let it go. and it was exactly. fine like elsa let it go yeah so what the is copyright.
3: your what was your like sex thank you appreciate that what was your like sex in the city journey then after watching it for the first time like have you revisited it oh have you yeah. watched it in the city oh no I
1: watched. yes I my I've got a girl- very good girlfriend um Annie and she's about to move to San Diego after See, we moved here almost at the oh, exact same gosh. time so six and a half, Seven-ish years that we've been living here together, and we are both fanatics. So we rewatch a lot. If we're ever we say, and this is what got us talking about it, is we were like, there is every episode I can relate to a part of my life, and Mm. I I see it as like a therapy session. Like honestly, there is so many, and we will quite often. The writers were so ingenious in that they really tapped into like real issues, especially with the episode. You know, with this for this week. Yeah. Um and. And so Anne and I always, when we're having like a boy issue or even like a life issue, we'll just, we'll quite often bring up like, oh, that's like that episode, and say, <laughs> so yeah, and then we revisit. I hated the Sex and the City movie number two. Wait, so.
0: the second movie is so funny.
1: I find just it, watched it. Oh,
0: I find it so insensitive. <laughs> it's- It's it is insensitive. The whole series is a little insensitive.
1: Oh, of course, and there's no people of color like at all. And then there's
0: that one episode you will get to it. It's like in season three. It's the first episode you meet Aiden, I think, and it's where Samantha goes out with the the black guy, and the whole like conceit of the episode is that his sister doesn't want him to date a white woman, and it's like about like reverse racism. Oh god, I'm setting quotes because that's not a thing that exists. Yes, and it's like that was like an issue that the episode was about and I was like oh yeah you know.
1: no and I think it just shows you as well how much we've progressed because that was like a progressive series right and a liberal that's what, series that's and now I it's think... even where are so much better
3: than that right <laughs> yeah. that's what we get into a lot watching it it's just like the dichotomy between this having been a really influential and groundbreaking show that in some ways hasn't aged particularly well yeah. but no. still has a but lot of impact like but for women I cultural, think it was like totally. one of the first
1: shows to like show women absolutely. liberated with their sexuality and I do some of
3: it is like jaw dropping
1: yeah yeah and I do think in a, in a ways it did progress for the time but yes it has a, it's quite dated now yeah, yeah. in like, some ways it's like in a, some
3: ways I agree a snapshot of time and in some it, ways some plot lines you're like this could have happened to me yesterday
1: this, uh, this episode yes. I feel yeah, that way definitely. about Oh, absolutely yeah. no! There is this, this one, is a great one that we watched because I was like, "Oh my god!" I was just feeling like Miranda this week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I've, does that mean that I'm gonna? It's gonna. It was raining last night. I should have ran out in the I rain and found someone. I was, someone. Had I was walking
0: in the rain, and then I watched this episode this morning, and I was like,
1: "That could have been me." <laughs> yes. Actually. A fella did come over last night and he was soaking wet and he was from the rain so maybe i don't know yeah, maybe there's a future it. there oh yeah maybe well, it was a right. sign and his name's manolo like manolo blonic oh, oh manolo if very you in the this, city that's very the city oh, we've yeah. got a future ahead of us that <laughs> reminds
3: me of a question <laughs> um what is something or i don't know a couple of things that has happened to you since you've lived here where you felt like this is oh very sex in the city
1: oh my gosh so much um I think the the sleeping with the younger guy episode mm. and then being like, what's wrong with younger guys? And then like waking up and being like, oh, he hasn't washed his underwear. <laughs> and it's like, he's got laundry for days and like stuff like that. That's definitely one. Um, I think definitely it, since I've moved to the city, coming in, to, because I was raised really Catholic and I've only had, before moving to New York, only had sex within relationships, mm. which is, I'm a very progressive, very liberal person. But for yeah. some reason, I always like held that very like, St- sacred but not even sacred I think it was like my mom hanging over me like, like sure. d- d- which is interesting
0: yeah. too because you watched this at like a formative age where like you would have known that it it's
1: okay to... yeah but I was at an all girls catholic school as well oh I went so... to
3: an all girls catholic high school yeah so mm-hmm. that was um very pretty... specific
1: yeah so that I do feel like there was this kind of battle within me. And then I think in the last like four years, I, I do feel that since I've embraced my sexuality and like not being so judgmental of myself, because I'm not judgmental of other people. So right. why should right. I be that way? As long as you're being respectful and decent and consensual and to adults. And I just think, Totally. Or why not but it took me a long time to get there so now I see like a lot of those funny little situations like about <laughs> 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 like the funkiest tasting spoof and like all the hardcore vegan or the like right. just like funny things or is it how old is too old I had you know a 53 year old guy want to date me I'm 32 at the time I think it was like 29 and I decided that was too old and like things like that so just there's so many right. But also the biggest episode, and I can't remember the exact episode number, but is the one where Carrie, where Big is with Natasha. Am I not meant to say this? She doesn't know about Natasha, but that's okay. It's okay. So Big is with Natasha. (sighs) So one of my favorite movies of all time is Barbara Streisand and Robert Redford in The Way We Were, and there is an episode where they pay homage to that, Mm. and I love that film. It broke my heart when i was 18 and watched it and was is a big formative part of my filmmaking in that i really don't love perfect hollywood endings mm. and that was the first film mm. that i'd seen that really did not have a happy ending and i was crying horrendously and my mom had to console me i remember watching and she me sometimes people who love each other don't end up together I'm like oh. but they're oh. so lovely," and oh. they talk about that in this in the episode mm-hmm. and then at the end basically you know big at this point chooses someone who is more in quotes perfect uh, mm-hmm. more of a pin-up woman more of a model uh like mm-hmm. trophy wife type woman mm-hmm. and carrie's got this curly hair and she's you know wild and erratic the thing she was and always different. afraid of yeah and she basically puts his tuxies ear behind his hair and says your girl is beautiful hubble which is a line from the way we were and when she walks away her voiceover says um maybe it's not about being tamed but finding someone who's wild enough to run along beside you and wow. i always reference that because i don't want to be tamed i don't want to settle down yeah. and i don't like it when men find me intimidating or whatever i'm like no eventually i hope that i will find someone who is wild enough to run along beside me oh thanks carrie
0: well oh. that leads i have two questions that leads me that this led me to don't
1: you have a poster of a quote somewhere in this apartment it's Didn't that one, but it was in my old apartment uh, in Australia. Oh, but I should have shipped that over. But I'm just going to get another one now that yeah, I think of it. But perfect. yeah, that was in my old apartment. It was framed kind of like how I have these things framed
0: uh-huh. on the wall. Leela, it's very. Um, my other question is, which woman are you? If a hybrid or whatever, who, who is the woman who you
1: identify with the most? I'm a hybrid between Carrie and Miranda. <laughs> Me too. <So> <laughs> I would love to not... Sometimes i, I no, Miranda, I but I'm very, like, I love my ducks in a row. I love being organized. I'm a producer, so you need to be. Yeah. But I also, in terms of Carrie and her writing and her kind of freelance lifestyle, which I lead, and um, also she makes some of the mistakes that I seem to make oh, a yeah. lot. Um.
0: Do you think that, because I'm finding as I'm rewatching it is this is the first time I'm rewatching it, like, as a woman, uh, again, in quotes, <laughs> um, and I find that, Carrie's like erratic behavior and like choices that she's made about like men and how she sort of attacks things are how I attack things and think about things and it's not something I'm always proud of. Um, but do you think that because you watched it when you were like in your early teens that that is why you identify as a Carrie?
1: I actually think it's hard because now I Carrie annoys me more. Me too. She drives me bonkers. She drives me bonkers now. <laughs> but I'm also
3: missing the like affection of having loved her when I was a kid, you know, or mm-hmm. like a young adult, I guess mm-hmm. because I'm just watching her now as like a twenty four year old who thinks I know what's going on, and I'm like. <laughs> What are you doing?
0: Yeah, but even as like a thirty-two-year-old
1: who's probably her age in it. Yeah, I'm like you should know better by now, Carrie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but at twelve, it didn't seem that unreasonable that she or eighteen. Even when I finished the season um, the, uh, the series, it didn't seem unreasonable some of right. the mistakes. And it's not unreasonable some of the mistakes she makes, but it's it's fine for everyone to go on their journey. But I'd like to hope that I'm a little doing a not. I mean, God, some of the things she does, I'm yeah. like, come on, girl, you can tell that this guy yeah it's just being an a-hole like yeah
0: i i was texting with a friend of the actual friend of the podcast anna um about it because i'm as i'm rewatching friends too i'm like i hate friends and i hate sex in the city for (laughs) teaching me that the one that like on and off again guy who like continues to hurt you is like the one you're meant to be with and she was like but there's also another relationship in both series that are like a little more realistic and the one you should aspire to be like monica and chandler or steve and miranda oh, oh i,
3: I have so many thoughts and feelings i have not reacted to this show the oh. way i did until steve and miranda happened in this oh, episode I'm so glad. um yeah. should we dive in i think we should yeah,
0: dive in i've got
1: yeah
3: um i just also like steve
0: <laughs> I,
1: oh, I lost love my mind.
3: My... I yel- I think he not... might be my favorite. Yeah, you'll love it. So well, um, she doesn't know Burger. I don't know Burger. I don't know Aiden. Aiden. But Just I think for... I might be a, a loyal.
1: No, I think Steve is still, Aiden's up there as well. But... Steve. Oh, him.
0: Steve. I, I like actively, I yelped when I saw him. Ah! I like this episode. So this episode, me, me The Man, The Myth, The Viagra, mm-hmm. is um, one of the most popular episodes of this
3: show.
1: Whoa. Of the whole show?
0: Well, it's- Series or It's season? in the top 10 episodes
3: <gasps> of the series. Meaning by like watch numbers and like ratings?
0: I read an article yeah. a while ago about it. I think part of it is because it, Steve- um, mm. And because it's the, like, introduction of a major character and, like, a major relationship. And also, it's the first episode where you're endeared to Big in, like, a serious way, which I think you are.
3: I would love to talk about this afterwards yeah. because, honestly, I was... I Yeah,
1: I was... Th- I was, oh, like, I nah. I never liked Big, though.
3: I, I really don't. I think that's another... big. Both Big and Carrie are characters that, because I didn't have previous affection for, I think I have and very well, little tolerance for. Well, that's good, though, because it, then
1: yeah. you can judge them objectively less like us when we're like well we already know what happens i hope so but no that's good i'd like to hear your opinion on that
0: so uh, dave eigenberg i finally learned his name the Can actor tilt time who bit. plays steve thank you um is on Chicago Fire with my brother all the time my, my brother is also an actor and he uh, is on he's a, a recurring on Chicago Fire and Med and all those amazing shows <laughs> um, and I have a couple of friends who really like them
3: my friend Reba is texting know. me about
0: your brother <laughs> well it's I guess like I don't know why you would watch it when there's Law and Order to be watched but if Fair. you like Fire you know and Steve he
1: <laughs> you and like Fire and do. Steve that's a good combination I like and both a, of those I things I like both of those things <laughs> <laughs> little so, power maniacs who love Steve here we go. The man, the myth,
3: and the Viagra. So Carrie starts in this kind of like bubbly, magical, she once upon a time said it again, I know. which is fascinating. We haven't had she's that. she's the girl in the mythical land. And Big is like taking her on this kind of like date adventure to a place where he's a regular. And it's clear too, he's being very like, you're my girl.
0: Well,
2: he calls, he was like,
3: hi, this is my girlfriend, Carrie. And she's like,
2: you've never
1: called me that before. Can you believe though, after a whole year, he hasn't said girlfriend. That And, and go- then he says
3: not to your face. And I was like,
0: I
1: don't <sighs> think that's any better.
3: No, that means you haven't introduced her to anyone. Well, also, yes. also it, it made me laugh. Cause I was like, Carrie, you don't have to say everything that goes through your brain about him out loud. to yes. him. I know she does that. <laughs>
1: but also I cannot imagine dating someone casually for a year and not, Plus, because the first round was a year
3: and then they broke up, Yeah, which is so much time.
1: (laughs) I know. I'm like, God, if this is how low my expectations need to go, I'm not New York. I think that's how
3: I feel about Big. The expectations Mm -hmm. for him at this point are so low. It doesn't take much.
0: And he's also like, his, well, look at how far his legs are spread. He's like, they're at <laughs> he's this a, like, cute, he is quote big man. Mr. Big for yeah. a reason. This cute Italian restaurant. I had a dream. I, w- I wrote that I have a dream that I want to be a regular at like a red and white checkered Italian
3: restaurant. Oh, like this. Exactly. And there's an amazing Italian singer and he gets big up to sing, which is crazy. I was like, this is just... It's not even That's like we're it. seeing a different side of Big. It feels like a different human Person. Being. But also
1: I love that Carrie's like, please don't get up. Like, yeah. like she's And then he dedicates so a song to her. It. Like, what the? And then he can't sing. So that was weird. It's very cute. Yeah. It's cute, but also it's,
3: it's just, it feels out of the blue. It doesn't feel it like does. character development. It feels like <laughs> a different relationship. That's
0: well, good to know. I wonder if they got feedback that was like, why is Carrie with Big? That they, yeah, maybe. they needed to like, endear and, and us to him. Which, Interesting. And like... The two of them, like we need to actually see why she loves him so much, because it kind right. of has made no sense. You're it like Carrie, why mean, are you invested so much in this person who is awful? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what did he say when it I was, was seventeen? Perfect. It was yeah, perfect.
3: Perfect. It
1: was perfect. Yeah, what a
3: weird song
0: when choice. I was, I was trying to read it. I was like, it. but you're
1: like forty five, Yeah. <laughs>
3: So across town, Miranda is in hell in a comedy club, which made me laugh because some things never change. I know. No one wants to go to a comedy club. And then this really but mortifying thing But she thinks she's having
1: this great, yeah, she thinks she's having this great day.
3: Right. With a guy who, um, Carrie does the usual voiceover listicle for him, including yeah. that he's Divorced. divorced. So he and they leaves. met and they met
0: in the food emporium talking about <laughs> croutons and I'm like who meets in a grocery store I hate 1999 <laughs> yeah. I'm so jealous of 1999 well, I'm,
3: I'm like sitting Seriously. on Bumble my
0: fingers are falling asleep you've
3: never gone on a date uh, from Food Emporium I have on tra- from
1: Trader Joe's
0: oh, really? oh that's a really Wait, good one though tell that yeah, can tell you tell them. that story oh, oh yeah well look I I'm amazing at phrase <laughs> screen. Really yes are. you
1: need to take a screenshot of that uh, yeah. Miranda's just
0: it. like so. She's then rolling be, her I eyes. I love either. what
1: the subtitle is as well, or the cat <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: then I'd be a fucking salad. I fucking be fucking salad oh my salad, crisp That's that's comedy for you. That, oh my it? god, and that guy's comedy like the worst of the worst. Humor.
1: Yeah. No, so I met this guy. We're at the Trader Jones, Trader Joe's line, and um, classic meet you. Yeah, but it's always me picking up these guys. It's never the other way around. That's um, well, I'm, actually, no, amazed. I I do get picked up a lot, but. Less now. Let's
0: not let's not confuse anyone. Just does get picked <laughs> up a lot.
1: Let's just make sure I don't have a face for radio. I have a face for film. Like, <laughs> um, no, I. I mean, like before Bumble and before all the apps, yeah. Revolution. When I first moved to New York, I used yeah. to think it was like, oh my god, guys, settle down. Like it was just walking. Now it never happens, which is so sad and disappointing. So I've kind of taken oh, a that's fascinating. Myself. So um, yeah. So I turned to this guy and was like something about the lines and we're never going to get out of here in time and stuff like that and we just Amazing. started chatting and then like a regular because and this is another thing in australia you just chat like there's never yeah. this idea that you're picking someone up so i think it's easy to chat sometimes in australia because it's like they don't just assume you do. you're picking them up yeah. you're just shooting yeah. the breeze you know yeah. sure, but absolutely. here it's always that you're picking them up so i love it- australia <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but here it's like harder because you know that that's what they assume is happening right so it's a bit more tense. So, um, and then basically we realized we were both biking home and, oh, and my incredible. basket had kind of fallen off my bike or like it had snapped a little bit. So therefore that was really difficult for me to carry my groceries home. So he was kind enough to be like, put some in my basket. And oh, we realized wow. that we lived near each other. So, and then we, from that we rode and then I was really intimidated because we had to ride over the Williamsburg bridge and that's hard. So I was like, I can't talk and ride. This guy can talk and like over the bridge, I can talk and ride on flat streets. But luckily I did it. And I remember thinking to myself, that was a testament of your fitness, Jessica. You were doing really well. And then at the end, I can't even remember this guy's name. So that's how much of an impact he had on my life. But he was like... It's like an episode. He's just like a one episode story. Yeah. So then he was like, do you want to go get... um? dinner sometime and i said sure and we went to um Alamason, the i don't even know if i'm saying that right but the argentinian steak place here mm. oh, and yum. yeah it was good so i was like dude he's picking a steak place like that means yeah he likes me <laughs> but um <laughs> but then also I just found him very boring so yeah, which is uh, all a common theme but you know my what life. you got too. your
3: groceries home so that was worth it
1: yeah he was a sweetheart and I did like have a nice enough time it's just the guy had like no ambition and was like mm. he was sweet enough but I was just like having to pull conversation out of him yes. I wasn't laughing at any of my jokes and I like to think I'm moderately funny
3: I'm just impressed with that that all happen because you
1: instigated it
0: yeah it's inspiring
1: that's inspiring for me yeah i picked up a guy recently in my cafe that's the next So my, one of my intentions this year for 2017 was Mm -hmm. that I have to pick up a stranger every week. Oh my gosh. I haven't stuck to it, but I think I've stuck to it every sec, every fortnight, which we say. Uh Mm -hmm. Fortnight. That's impressive as hell. Wow. A
0: man of fortnight.
1: Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it always means that it ends up in a date because sometimes they're like, I have a girlfriend. My new favorite one is on the subway. I have a note that's just saved in my phone. I'm pretty sure that is just like, are you single? But so I can just show it to them (laughs) and then they can like nod yes or no. And then I can start. So rather than starting a conversation. well if they have a girlfriend I'd write and they'd be like no I'm sorry but I'm flattered or whatever then at least I'm not like barking up the wrong tree because that would be really embarrassing to start a conversation everyone can hear you on the subway and then you're like psych i got a girlfriend that's
0: amazing yeah I could never do that
3: I bet you could Brooke
1: no
0: (laughs) I before it I'm not doing this
1: with ease I should say like it's like (laughs) I'm like you can do it Jess you can do it how else are you gonna find the guy of your dreams if you don't take a chance
0: you miss a hundred percent of the chances you don't take don't oh, you said that <laughs> carrie <laughs> did carrie say that no,
3: she, michael scott
1: <laughs> a lot of people have probably yes, said they it have, as Shoot for scott.
0: the moon even if you miss you'll land amongst the stars <laughs> which Beautiful. is not true the
1: stars are not closer than the moon it's a ridiculous saying
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right back, i love the practical back to the comedy club so Miranda, the guy miranda's on a date with leaves to go i don't know do something and leaves his phone at the table which i was also like hang on a second we have cell phones
0: that's what I said. Cell phones are just in this episode. Yeah. And I think it's the first time we see them. And Last
3: episode we had the Mac, the Mac with the upside down logo. Mm-hmm. Rand was typing on. In this episode, phones, cell yeah. phones, and so the cell phone rings. And break. the fucking dick comedian. is like answer it. And, he's like, and she's he comes like, out with the microphone. It's not
0: my phone. And he's like, answer it, answer it. So
3: she does, and it's Alan Miller's wife, you guys. But she doesn't even find this out immediately. She because she says. It's his, or She says, Alan Miller's phone, who is this? Should we put the clip in? Yeah. But, I, sorry, I meant we don't find out immediately. I mean, we know. Oh, yeah. But then exactly. the comedian takes the phone from her. Which is, like, not okay. No, and then does it over the microphone as the guy is coming back hey, and no, announces to everyone it's his wife. Your wife's on the phone. So this sends Miranda into kind of a tailspin about bitterness, about just, you know, love is not real, basically. This guy lied to her. He said specifically that they'd been divorced for three years, and she's like had it. Yeah, with so men basically. So we, and
1: then the dickhead comedian yells out, You're red, I'll fuck you, which is like yeah, so offensive. Nasty. Nasty. But then married. I do love these really like hardcore, like look how old that roller skater yeah, is. I, I noticed that. How for some old reason. is She is. <laughs> she's she was, like 70. Yeah. And I'm like, Go, you New Yorker, hardcore <laughs> roller <laughs> skater. <laughs> she's yeah. got strong thighs. Anyway. She did. She she's had amazing thighs. Yeah. I noticed that too. I noticed it too. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so they're
3: having their outdoor
0: we hate guys brunch
3: brunch together the and charlotte's
0: please Char- charlotte i was also like could be wearing like Char- if i wore the outfit that charlotte is i like am yeah. like, it's like an off the shoulder top and yeah. like a. she looks cute but. but
1: also miranda's always wearing red as a redhead i'm a redhead and miranda you need to minimize the red a yeah, little bit she looks better in was, green yeah. i think
3: she looks so good in so many things but it's a lot to have the red on the, i like, do reddish. like that they
1: slowly gave her better fashion over the season though i would agree Seriously. yeah she's Recently, starting she's starting
3: it's recently they let been her grow her hair intense. out thank god um although she rocks this haircut i do mm, love what she does. says
0: to charlotte because charlotte starts to be like well my friend's friend you know yes. this and and uh, uh, i can't i'll yep. never do it Sharp, so, like m- my children m- m- yeah miranda's like if you go pollyanna on me i'm gonna kill you um, and I love that they like know yeah. that Charlotte's going to be the one.
3: Well, so this sets mm-hmm. off a really interesting conversation, which is about these like urban myths about your friend's friend who left his wife for you. And then they actually have an amazing time. They
0: call them unbelievable fairy tales concocted by women to make their love lives feel less hopeless. Exactly. Exactly. I wrote this one down too. Yeah. It's like,
1: and I'm sure some of these still exist. Well. Yeah. we I, Of the, course I, we do. Yeah. I totally do it.
3: I know. I was trying to think of specific examples, but yeah, Brooke. Oh, me. I'm one. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I was believing a fairy tale not yeah. that you're the fairy tale no that's but that's you're confusing. kind of the fairy tale you think yes oh god because you
0: left and you went to Ireland for a year and she had a boyfriend in Ireland but they yeah. loved each other no matter what
3: and then she moved to New York I guess it is and they're kind of in the love comparison. and it's gonna be great <laughs> I guess it is kind of a crazy story it did not occur to me <laughs> to think yeah that,
1: and then the Miranda in me is like give it some time <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, though. no really no but you know what's funny that's
3: terrible. I am a Miranda and I do this to my My biggest anxieties about this are like, this can't be real, you know, like, things don't just happen this way. And like, there's so many cliches about it. Who knows, but it's also like, we want to fucking do it. Yeah.
1: And this is a true friend of mine who I actually know, but she was maybe... 29 and her now husband was 22 or something when they met and she yeah. was like hell no she like avoided like no 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 for like almost a yeah. year like kept him on the periphery mm-hmm. because she was like you have so much more life to live I'm at the point in my life where I yeah. not settle down but like that I'm ready for a much more committed relationship and then in the end he was like "That's what me. do you need to do that's me like I just because I'm 21 and I was a very mature 21 year old so I know that they're I'm, out there we yeah. both are too so yeah. I I <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, like when I turned thirty, I was like, I think this is the age that I always thought I was or felt I was. Oh, and sure, I, was like, I feel that a little bit Me too, too. Actually, I yeah. feel like I'm gonna become my true self at thirty. Yeah, I feel like I mean, I feel like we're always constantly learning who we are, but All I right. feel like from thirty to thirty two that I've learned a lot more about myself because I think huh. I've actually been developing at the right at, in real oh. time versus like ahead of time. Oh, interesting. So it's nice, and but. Yeah, th- my friend did it and they are. They're very happily married wow. and she, there's oh, a good so like eight-year age gap between them. And she was like, I tested him so much because I was like, <laughs> yeah. there is no way you are true to this. There is no way you are the man that I need yeah. th- right now. And he Damn. just, he stuck around and really committed to like them and... There, that's a so fairy that too. So there's the fair, but this yeah, one I like that. that they make it out that it's it's the friend of a friend. This is right. actually my friend. Yeah, you so actually I can know. Yeah.
3: And of course those stories do exist and that's kind of part of this too, but For my first
0: the my first boyfriend like who I dated all through college, every time we would have a serious conversation about something for the first like year and a half of our relationship, if we were outside, we would see a shooting star jesus and i was like this is fate
1: <laughs> isn't it funny how when you're young you
0: yeah. like, and I'm like and now it's like coincidence <laughs> yeah. i'm like cool we were in a you know starry place <laughs> yep. yeah 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 so, but i
1: do think that we do concoct these concoct concoct yeah these um fairy tales even in modern day like yeah if you were if you know or even the
3: even the it'll find you Why conversation you really around dating apps too mm. and which uh, of course there are for all of these real examples of them working but like a lot of it is stories we tell ourselves often it feels
0: i agree well it's so funny they give the example is like the guy who wouldn't commit and then the girl breaks up with him but then they get back together because mm. and then it's always
1: up. in the rain and i'm kind of like
0: isn't yeah. that what carrie did though yeah like well i think she yeah, maybe feels a little called out
3: by this <laughs> and they
0: do miranda miranda's like in her one of her moods her funks yeah and she's like why how is big different and Carrie's like I actually don't want to engage with you
1: right now she's like yeah and I do like that they call each other no no, tell me how it's
3: different like you're saying it's different and I
1: want to believe that yeah, and Charlotte sees the difference in Big Suddenly and Carrie. Yeah, I like that that, you know, Carrie's Charlotte's like... Charlotte's such a romantic. She's such a... And I do love that. I mean, that's my friend Anne who's about to move to San Diego. No mm. matter what, she, we say she has compulsive enthusiasm disorder. <laughs> so she's definitely a Charlotte and she just sees, always sees like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow while I'm a little bit more, like I said, between Carrie and Miranda. Yeah. But then I do love that it's Miranda that has the longest and most in some ways secure relationship by the end of it yeah yeah Ugh. because she's the one that's the most jaded so
0: yeah well she finds
1: someone who can run alongside her oh. and also that steve doesn't try to change her he loves that anyway you'll it's see even, all it's of this so beauty. clear even in this first, steve, first I love episode. So I love it. Yeah, yeah even in the first episode yeah. you can see he's like he's like in it for her yeah i want a man that looks at me the way steve
0: looks at miranda no. and we talk with carrie like you know carrie narrates about myths
3: and about the greek relationship and myths and do we tell them to ourselves just to excuse our miserable relationships and now she's going to
0: turn it in on herself and self-sabotage her in big because someone said something to her yep. mm-hmm. and that's how carrie you know snowballs out
1: of control right i do that too when of my course. when friends like are like oh are he we? hasn't done this yet and you've been right. dating for like four weeks You're like
3: there's no real checklist she yeah. says, "Are we willing to believe anything to date?" Okay, guys.
1: So, oh my gosh, so Samantha's
0: horrible Sa- thing. Ugh, it happens. makes me want to vomit. So <laughs> yes.
1: Samantha's alone at the bar, and glancing S- behind her. We need to say that line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Samantha, a cosmopolitan, and Donald Trump. So, you
3: guys, this is the first time. The second time, he- you just don't get more New York than that. It's
0: that. <sighs> always- <sighs> You just don't get more New York than that. Because so that's sad. what he was. Donald Trump,
3: you know, I can't it's like believe. He's like the buffoon of New York, who's just like a figure to stick into your movies. But he's literally in it doing a business deal with Th- the some man that guy. I don't
1: and know. what is so sickening is that, like we were saying, at this point, 20 years ago, that he was just this kind of... Buffoony, odd caricature. caricature he that... has one-liners in so many movies, just being Donald
0: Trump. Like he's, he's always just like, oh, I'm Donald Trump, and I'm in this because I'm rich, and people
1: think I'm ridiculous. He probably yeah. even paid his way into the episode. Yeah, I mean, he well, he was like, yeah. And so that's what's sad is like. We don't even know that how this is. It. Look at that mullet he's got, by the way. Yeah. He's awful. Always. We won't even know the reality <sighs> of like this.
3: Yeah, it gives me chills. But so the old man who did the business deal, who truly is an old man, a very refined old man. Like but, late 70s. Yeah. Comes over and says.
1: I was so distracted by your beauty. I, I think I just agreed to finance Mr. Trump's new project. You owe me one hundred and fifty million dollars.
3: And Samantha actually plays along a little
1: bit, but she's clearly like, this is an old man. If only he's we like, could tell Ed that he should not give Trump that $150 million. Can I buy
0: you a drink? I have a drink. And then he's like, can I buy you an island? And Samantha's like, honestly, yeah. yeah. Like, she doesn't say that, but like, her whole she tune's in. Challenges. She's Ships. like,
3: ah, I see what's going on here. Look
0: at my notes. You can see them. I just wrote, no,
3: no. <laughs> no, no. no. Well, I was kind of curious to see this play out only because, I mean, it's Oh, about purely- Trump. That was solely oh, about Trump. Yeah, me yeah.
1: too. I was like, what? Yeah.
3: I, it truly really was Ew, warfine. Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Um, Samantha and Carrie are walking down the street talking about life and samantha's like i just met the cutest older man and gary guesses decades like 50
1: 60 well she asks
0: how old your cutoff cutoff is which is
1: funny because yeah you were saying that at the beginning yeah i've realized my cutoff is like 48 ish
0: that makes sense it was like 16 years
1: yeah and i think that the older like you know it seems to get a bit more the older the, you are the less the lesser. older you are it's yeah. like it doesn't matter as much I agree. but i've met some very young like 45 year olds and then right. you meet old 45 year olds yeah, so it all i think mine right now is probably like 35 but also then i realized i was cutting off cuz i had this really nice kind of very casual but very nice relationship with this slightly younger guy and i realized i'd set my dating apps too old mm-hmm. because even though they're more they're the unicorn there are some really nice like younger Not young, young men, but like, you know, 28, 27. So I realized, oh, I shouldn't, just because the majority are not mature at that You're gonna age. they are going to have to wade through some slog anyway. So. Yeah, but I, I now I've gotten you better at well. vetting them yeah, a little bit. And also you can tell like this guy, we're still friends. Um, He's dating someone now, but like uh, we weren't at the right time, I think timing wise, but we had a really fun like seven months oh, nice. casually dating and going to concerts and stuff together. So, and he was 27. So I feel like, oh. Expanding so, the boundary. Yeah. And, but yes, he, in the end, he was not in where he was in his career and his mm-hmm, mindset was mm-hmm. not right for me, but it was still like a lovely time and we're still friends now and we still work together occasionally so that's cool yeah, yeah so now I'm trying to be a bit more open to the younger guy as well
3: so, so here we come to big they love cooking
0: he loves cooking
1: yeah she loves cooking smoking veal, which is literally like the, yeah, the weird, most politically incorrect I know
0: I love that they say that yeah
1: um, um
3: so he's cooking veal for her and she of course smoking and she's giving big little fancy puffs and he's blowing smoke rings at her which is cute so and this cooking like, veal, of all things. quote
0: is pretty famous that pig says um carrie's like i want you to know my friends oh, yeah. better and that
1: i know your friends fine charlotte is the brunette
3: miranda is the redhead and samantha is trouble <laughs> i feel like i see that on pinterest like <laughs> written out in cursive it's funny because it reminds me that samantha had like tried to hit on him in those initial episodes before he was like a thing with carrie yeah which is funny
0: and carrie's like or big kind of calls her out this time is like she's like dancing around an issue and and big's like what is this about so she
3: says i have a huge request i want you to hang out with my have dinner with my friends basically yeah and and he says okay and she says why are you suddenly so cute mm-hmm They're very back and forth cutie cute.
0: And then Miranda calls and
1: apparently, this is so shitty of Carrie. I'm offended by this, by uh, by Miranda's was, This is awful. This is awful.
3: Also a moment where you were like, wow, cell phones really do make things a lot better. Because at least you're going to be a dick to your friend. You can make it so they're not sitting at dinner alone yeah, yeah so
1: carrie basically cancelled on a dinner with miranda and left her a message on her voice mailbox at home but obviously that's not very immediate
3: which is fascinating too because she's calling from a cell phone yes for the first time
1: yes and then miranda uh gets really angry like you're you left me for a politically piece of politically correct meat and because carrie's like well i had to go to
3: bigs he got veal and miranda's like what? Yeah, you ditched me and our dinner plans
1: an hour ahead for, and, and then I she agree goes with Miranda off. on I this do side because I've had girlfriends do that to it's me. it's My biggest pet peeve, and even when I'm in a relationship, I'm very good at like yeah, putting yeah, to my friendships not first, but putting them like just balanced, just like and right. balanced. And I love my girl time, and I would not just drop something at the last minute. That was kind of last minute.
3: That's the thing I think that's so awful it's about it. If it's different. It's a one thing ahead. to be like, yeah, be like, hey. Big really wants to make dinner. I'm gonna go over there. Let's do it tomorrow. It's another an hour before. Be like,
1: I've got to eat some veal. Yeah, like it's different (sighs) if it's like yeah, it's like a special. There's always special circumstances. Like, oh, I got tickets to Hamilton. Yeah, go go fucking go do yeah go Hamilton.
3: (laughs) Fucking
0: congratulations. Yes,
1: you're the you're the unicorn. (laughs) That's the bar. (laughs) That's the bar.
3: Hamilton is the
0: only Only thing. thing.
1: Veal definitely not. No No. veal
3: definitely not. Jesus. Well, so Miranda's in a very. Dark mood, understandably. Also,
1: she's in a dive bar, which feels a little unusual for Miranda and Carrie type I dating. I kind of love it though, but I kind of do like it because there's like even a what's that ping pong thing yeah, in the back? Exactly, ping pong pinball. Pin 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 sorry, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I wish bars still had pinball machines.
1: I know there's some here in Brooklyn. And then, yeah, and the then, bartender
0: turns around and well, what does she say? She goes, "Can I have another drink?" Because she's pissed at Carrie and. Steve Talked reveals and himself said, and goes please please and they have this like he's like forth. bantering with her and Where she is like, like so can angry. I have another
3: drink please and she's like are you allowed to talk to me like that and he's like yeah and so she says okay thanks and then he says thanks steve <laughs> like he's giving her all these little tidbits and it's so cute also yes. his strong little new york accent is so yes, fucking cute. i love his strong new york
1: accent i love that he picks up a book and then she's yeah, trying I to know. be all
3: moody objectively i honestly think he's one of the cuter people who's been on this show too he is. steve
1: is so cute he's so nasally but he's so cute
3: yeah and then he tells her the drink is on him well first she's like he yeah I love that he
1: he says, get, he's like
3: oh, oh
0: something well, your boyfriend who are you fighting with I was listening is it um, a girlfriend a butcher yeah. she's like, she's like, a butcher, a butcher? <laughs> he's like you were talking about veal I think that's a great line so I think good. it's a great I took line took a shot but he she also asks what he's reading and he's like
3: um bar like the art of bartending <laughs> Ernest <laughs> yeah. Hemingway yeah. and I'm
0: like he's a
1: character he's, he's so such cute. a sweetheart
3: and he tells her the drinks on him because. Um, he wa- And she's like, why would you do that? And he's like, well, I want you to stay here and talk to me. It's a bribe. Yeah. And you can tell that that she likes him. but Yeah, it's she likely. starts
1: to soften a little bit.
3: Totally. Well, the end of this conversation surprised me a lot, knowing the bare minimum I did about Steve. I didn't expect it to happen quite like this, and it made me so happy because they have such a cute little back and forth, and Careful. then they go home and hook up. Yep. And they have this like, and you know, it's, you
0: know, it's a substantial emotional hookup (laughs) because they are missionary and they are covered. (laughs) We don't Um, see
3: all the. We don't see any. Oh, that's true. There are no boobies involved. And there's lots of um, illustrative toe flexing, which is. The foot yes, dance. But also,
1: have you noticed that the foot positioning is really strange? So so awkward. strange? It's not comfortable to have your feet like
3: propped up on
1: a But head also, baseboard. her feet should be on the outside. It's like, I oh. mean, it could be done, but it's I like, guess, feels right. a little bit strange. Because he'd have to push off this to right. then, and it's like, doesn't and make And his, his legs are spread wide, and he's on top. I can guarantee really work. Yeah. those are not
0: their
3: feet. Or they're just Who do you not You think in there's position. another person under there? They're just not in I an actual that sex that position, I
0: think. I think that that may be like someone like i don't know but I've they were in this feet of-
2: hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello
0: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that.
2: Luxury quality
0: within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I guess shot. you can speak yeah. to this more than
1: I yeah. can. That it's, maybe it is their feet Because it's not cut. It's one long shot. But well, I love that so Miranda to the now. Point. Yeah, and I love that Miranda. I do love that she's like, yeah, okay, Steve, you can go now because, and she's not doing. She's just basically become, I think, what she thinks men want. Yeah, which is she's just, like, none of you are honest or interested. Well, she's so
0: demythed. She's yeah. like, there's no way this is gonna be
3: anything other than what it is. And, and he's like, line. I want your number. I want to call you. And she's like, Why would we do that? And he's he says, "You're such a pisser." Which is, I yeah, love that line. So it's a, it's
1: kind of like a very I think British line. It, it is. That's what I thought too. Um, and sex. then I love that. That's a classic line. Yeah. That's always shown. Great she, sex. She's like, "Bye, great sex." And, and like, he laughs. And she's like confused because he says, "Drop by the bar," and she's like, "Why would he even be trying?" Like, yeah, she thinks it's she thinks he just wants to hook up with her. Again, okay, really quick, which I think is a great setup. We cut to. Uh, uh, Samantha at Ed's
0: and did you guys the notice that the door to the dining room is just like a panel of the wall that opens it's yes like, I did notice that it's also just it's just like that's fancy it's so fancy it's like a quilted wallpaper door maybe
3: well it's not the end of the fanciness because she picks up her napkin and a bracelet gasps, falls out like a diamond bracelet and then he like reveals two earrings well, how did that get there <laughs> and then she and I
1: love the maid
3: Oh, yeah. Yes, she's the maid is rolling her eyes this. is there. not the, her first rodeo. And then he opens one of those, the cloche. And there's a... What's it called? A cloche. I was impressed too. Yeah, wow. Oh, thank you. It came to me out. I didn't think I was going to be able to I feel like that it. should
1: be a name for a vagina.
3: <laughs> my cloche. A cloche. <laughs> Welcome to my cloche. <laughs> Do
1: you love my cloche?
3: <laughs> and it's like thing after thing. And <laughs> Samantha's literally like giddy like a over giddy all these diamonds. Like child and then she like sits on the couch like a cougar like a little with all her her jewelry on and the man is like listen here's what i want i I like that he's quite straightforward about this i have like maybe 12 good years left in me and i just want to have a beautiful person to spoil and guess what we can have sex because i have a pocket full of viagra and she he (laughs) puts
0: her hand on his robbing yes, like, no viagra filled dick Yeah, just hilarious
3: viagra
1: so samantha that's a dick <laughs> so then samantha is basically contemplating could she do this could she sleep with this older man who's promising her all these wonderful things a cat looks like a cat in the dark thing because she's like once the lights are off and
3: they're making out she's yeah. like lips are just lips in the dark hands are just hands in the dark
0: but and this whole
1: time, I'm thinking, Samantha, no, I know, I, know. I don't I think know. I could
0: do. It. I don't know. I, don't
1: think, I definitely couldn't. Well, it's interesting. I mean, money oriented. Samantha
3: like, so. doesn't like feeling old, so th- I'm curious. This is could either make her feel older, or it could make her feel like very younger in comparison. Mm-hmm. Which I think maybe is the fun she's having with it too. Yeah. She's like the hot young thing. But then,
0: like in the middle of their canoodling, he's like, "I have to go to the bathroom," and then she says.
3: Ed's lips
2: were not the lips of an older man Ed's touch was not
0: the touch of an older man unfortunately Ed's ass was the ass of an older man <laughs> Ed's ass oh god and it's so and you get it you get a full shot of old man ass old man it's ass it's saggy
1: okay swinkly. do you think that that's his ass or that's a, that's another? I, that might be another actor because I don't think that actor would want would that. want his face and then I she love she that the maid is his. waiting there oh, with her purse knows.
0: and
3: she gets to keep the diamonds that's my favorite
0: part oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. incredible that's
1: pretty amazing so
3: she's done that experiment Lasted until the butt, the butt reckoning.
1: Imagine when. I imagine if you were, like, if they did get to sex and then she puts her hand on that saggy butt. No. It's just, like, soft skin. Oh, great.
3: So Miranda gets a notification on her buzzer. A notification <laughs> on her
1: buzzer. Back when men had to come to people's houses to make gestures. And he's like, make gestures.
3: it's Steve. Let me in. And she's like, why would I do that? And he's like, do you want your neighbors to hear us having this conversation? <laughs> Which there's no one nearby. They're, no, at all. And she's like, what are you doing here? Did you leave he something? He looks so, so cute. cute. so he has this,
1: cute. like little curly scruffy hair and like little oh, sweaters and, and his glasses yeah and he's got a thick neck mm-hmm. like in a nice mm-hmm. way like a strong neck.
3: yeah he looks strong yeah. he's like both
1: dweeby but strong yeah totally he's, perfect. he's my perfect he like is. nerd nerd strong man
3: <laughs> she's like i'd like to have sex again and he's like no have it's dinner. not that have dinner with me and she's, and she's like she just why? can't fathom so um, he gets out of her. He's really good at bantering with her. And I think it's why she indulges him so much because she's just kind of like swept up in it and like, she's what like, is happening here? Well, it's amazing. He's like, she's
0: like, I'm meeting my friends. um And he's like, when we'll get a drink. And she's like, seven. And he's like, great. And then he walks away. But then he comes back and he's like, when are you really meeting your friends? And I'm like, this is what I need. I need a Steve. Yeah, I need- She says, yeah. She I need someone
3: to, who will banter with me like that. Well, it that. turns it's out, too, cool, he yeah. has a, they're going to a club called Denial later, which leads to amazing jokes. But he has a friend who's a bartender there. So he's like, great, I'll be there. Because but she tried to lie to him
1: to make him show up early yeah. and miss. So that's great that he knew and like great he that figured he called it her out. And she's not
3: like, oh, you're lying to me. I'm done with this. He's, that he wants moment it. where she like, she like smirk smiles, puts her head in her hands. That's so relatable. And it's so
0: human. Yeah. And Tony Award winner Cynthia Nixon Nails the and moment. It's so oh, yes, magnificent. Of yeah. does. Um, there's a lot of gold LeMay dresses in this episode. Oh, oh, Samantha's was... in gold mm-hmm. and now Carrie's in this like... Shimmery gold. Shimmery gold. And she's going to pick up big. Production design. Oh, you that's see probably all to do with gold coming. and
1: like jewels and like mm-hmm. fairy tales. Right, right. That's interesting. Right. Oh,
3: I mean, and he's then... Like, in flip-flops and boxers. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, something's got to give. And Like, he... he's an
1: asshole. To do this is such... a Move.
3: It, this is why i'm like the ending redeems nothing for me <laughs> yeah there me was too. no cost to him doing
1: it's so fucked up like he, you can see how disappointed she is and yes you've had a long day and but why you know agree
3: if means? you were going to be a dick also, about it Also, it's saturday what is he doing
0: he, so was he, he at
1: work
3: yeah yeah. always says like, so he tells her he won't come to dinner basically he's like would you mind if i just skipped this big and you can see the to clear you?
1: disappointment in her face like she's shattered
3: She can't even look in his eyes. She says, "She turned to stone." She says, "Oh, that's a little fairy tale tale for you." Mm -hmm. Some Medusa in there. She, um, she just obviously, is so let down
1: by this. Yeah, this, this is and like, I'm like, of a course, dick move. Carrie. His only excuse is he's had a long day. It's so yeah. dumb. Self-centered 42-year-old baby, magically transformed into a grown man. Like, how could she believe that is what she Yeah, and, and you so bring into public. She's, she's and they so go embarrassed, embarrassed, into denial. <laughs> they go into
3: denial. And she's like, this is the best place to, be. if I'm already in denial, I may as well stay in it. Amazing. <laughs> so she thinks she needs to have a drink before she tells them Big isn't coming because they can't be seated until They're everyone's here. There. And so Steve, Steve comes with drinks and Miranda's like oh, so rude to him yeah she just like can't believe it's and he's
1: kind of like okay Miranda and Miranda says like really she says happening? and if you want a good fuck go home with a bartender and he's and, like can I talk to you for a minute <laughs> which I also love I love that he's just like you're not getting away with that
3: he does do this thing where he's like why do you hate men I know it's not about me <laughs> which is funny yeah she like knows <laughs> but
1: and but Samantha's it's not about like, hating
3: like you know that moment when someone you just like, and watch even
0: Samantha knows yeah. that it's bad form, yeah. yeah,
3: bad form, Miranda, also Charlotte's hair is so cute, like that I love when she has it like a wavy mm-hmm. and messy mm-hmm. a little bit, so he's he's like, listen, I know it's not about me, and I just want to know what's up because I am genuinely into you and interested in you and like I want to do all these things, and Miranda like can't she's believe so it. angry, she, she can't to it. it. Which I I feel like
1: one day I'll do this and my Steve won't come back. (laughs) I know. Because I'm so jaded by the 500 other men, 20 men, and that I'll be like. We'll well, miss but it's hard to like sweetness. open yourself time. And this happens is. to Miranda yeah. a lot. Someone will like put an idea in her head and she'll like believe it so much. And I like that she says maybe I've just slept with too many bartenders. Like yeah. she justifies that, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, she does believe what people Which is
3: also kind of a, a thing to say to him too. Like you're you're one of many, you know. Yeah, which is sad.
0: And so he puts his money down and he leaves. It's it is a little. It's it's not And a I think little all sad, the other girls can see that Miranda's also, stuck in her ways.
1: Yeah. I was
3: like the fact that big So Miranda goes off and she's like, of course Big's not coming. Of course he's not coming. And Charlotte's like believing that he will. And this is the best thing Big has done for me so far because it makes Miranda go go after Steve. So Big shows up. He shows up. Carrie's like about to tell them. And then her slow motion turn.
0: And her face is like so happy. And he's Uh.
3: like it's he l- like arrives at the top of the stairs and i'm almost like part of me is like he had so no reason to do this that it almost seems like deliberate manipulation on his part where he's mm-hmm. like doesn't do it and then knows he can make her happy so he does it
1: part of me wonders that too i mean
3: i don't but think also the best he's a tv part. character so yeah. i don't think it's written oh. that way
1: but it seems that way a little bit because you're like what the fuck dude like how much can i push this woman's boundaries right. but then what the best part is is that Carrie and Big inspire Miranda to believe in the myth again. She runs up the stairs into it's the rain. rain. Steve, Steve is, like is moping in a his way down cult. the street. Do,
3: do, do. Their chemistry <laughs> is also
1: amazing.
3: Ama- I love that she's slightly taller than him. They just yes. like are face to face immediately, and he's like ready for it he doesn't even question he's like he's forgiven everything that she said and then they have a really beautiful rain makeout, and they're so into each other
2: from that night on promiscuous women everywhere would tell the tale of the one night stand that turned into a relationship that
3: too because Sorry, it, they don't beat around the bush either they're like this is gonna be real
1: yeah and it says that may, and now all the girls around Manhattan are gonna talk about how the one night stand they're turned the into the uh, long term relationship
0: well, that's like what he said everyone we know he, she ends up with Steve with but every person that the women end up with, they slept with on the first date. And there's that whole episode in season one about how you shouldn't sleep with a man on the first date, but all four of them, the person they end up with, slept with them on the first date. That's cool. And And also that child at date.
3: And and he's like so
0: nice with the friends, and, and, and he redeems himself, but
3: not really. Well, okay, so this is the thing. So we've talked for a couple of episodes because you'd you'd read that this is the one where we get endeared to him. Mm -hmm. And I was really expecting that, which may be so I set myself up to not. But I didn't feel endeared to him. I felt like the bar for him is so fucking low that he like... Treats her poorly and then shows up to dinner with her friends like a year and a half into dating her. And it's like, that's not endearing to me. That's like, what the fuck is your problem? I did have
0: a moment where Carrie was like, you don't spend any time with my friends. And I'm like, except remember when you guys
3: all went to a wedding last episode
1: and you all hung out with him. And he
3: was miserable the whole time and disappeared for a phone call. <laughs>
1: yeah. I
3: know. Also, You're right. I
1: have to say that previous episode, which I know you've already done, but I watched it to prep for this mm. one. Mm-hmm. And like he doesn't she doesn't push him enough, like that's not acceptable, yeah, that you, he's
3: rude to her that
1: you leave during my poem and that you want to leave early during mm-hmm. my friend's wedding, and then he kind of just says something really lame and she just forgives him, she's very easy yeah. on him, yeah,
3: Because um, she she buys into a myth, maybe, yeah, and she wants it to um, so
0: that's that that's a that's episode that's the episode i yeah.
3: I like this one. I liked this one a lot because I loved Steve. I and told I loved you once Miranda. we get into the
0: relationships other than carrying a big like the mm-hmm. show gets exponentially better.
3: Yeah, I can feel that coming. I was more excited and invested in this one by, than by pretty much anything we've seen so far. Yeah,
0: um, I think we've sort of touched on this a little bit, but like, who did you guys resonate with mm. in this episode? I think I every every episode I'm I'm surprised by how true my hybrid is.
1: Yes, me too. Yeah. Um, but I, especially with Miranda in this one because I think I'm at the exact point where she is where I'm just like three and a half years of being single in New York City and dating a lot of douchebags but also some nice guys that just don't work out or whatever Right. and so it's just hard to stay yeah because I really do believe I'm a bit of a Charlotte deep down in that I do I am very optimistic about life in general you have a charlotte mm-hmm. moon i have a Charlotte. <laughs> yes me too we like to say like yeah. samantha
3: rising in a charlotte Moon. yes when <laughs> is
1: your birthday march 31 mm. so an aries i'm an aries
3: mm, i'm april go. 7th
1: oh only a week apart aries yeah. get shit done i agree
2: mm-hmm. a little fiery
1: yeah but yeah so i think i definitely identified with her and i like that it like to me Cause sometimes I wonder if I would, Oh, have I put up too many guards now? Like Mm -hmm. that, but I know I haven't because I'm still so open to like meeting the guy in the Trader Joe's or like I am still, if I was guarded, I think I wouldn't even try. Like, I think I would be just so dismissive of any opportunity that comes my way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love it. It's a perfect start to their relationship. Yeah. And, uh, you get the glory of living their relationship for the next little while, but it's honestly like a, a beautiful relationship that they go on. So it's nice. And it is nice that I think this is good at showing like the, the negatives of dating in New York, but it also shows so many, um, good, like positive, that like, you know, you have to wade through a lot of shit to get, a, to right. get to a good one. And I yeah. like that.
0: And Such. also like the myth of like, it's going to hit you when you least expect
3: it. Yeah. But like, that has proved true for me. I was, I think I lived very cynically, basically until the relationship that I'm in now. And because like things just didn't happen that way for me. And I was like, you know, that's not real and it's cliche. And then literally out of the blue when I was least expecting it, I walked into the most like lovely thing in many ways cliche <laughs> in many ways totally unexpected thing and I was like oh I guess I, I like I felt very Mar- like it feels this Miranda storyline makes so much sense to me because yeah. I my like baseline is Miranda and I operate on that kind of at that level she does and then when it's happening for me you're like bah.
0: yeah I'm really, I'm like, to? I'm in a Miranda
3: right now. I'm like, no, I'm,
0: I'm known to love. No one will love me. I'm out. Oh, I'm out. Of always it. a fun time. Yeah. It's so fun. I love it. Yeah.
1: I always sometimes just like recently, I recently, like a month ago, I dated a guy that I actually had a lot of feelings for, but it didn't work out that he turned out to be a bit of a crazy person, Oof. but I like to even fill them because I was like, oh, at least I know I'm not dead inside. Well, like, I had
0: that too. I like had yeah. a couple last, literally, yeah. I was like, oh. I can like someone. Oh, not him. Yes. <laughs> but, but, but it's nice God. to even feel
1: a buzz or to yeah, feel your
3: yeah. butterflies. Well, or that anything feeling like that. is fun too. As much mm. as it's like terrible, it's the feeling of like a crush or like that that like adrenaline rush of emotion is like, hey, yeah, hey, <laughs> you're fun.
1: Yeah, because yeah, it's hard to get. Isn't that sad that like innocence, after kind of the innocence of like uh, puberty and all that stuff, and you've had a lot of firsts and a lot of whatever Mm -hmm. else that Mm -hmm. that fades a little bit. So it's nice when you can be reminded that you can feel that.
3: I think that's why a lot of people or why relationships like evolve over time, you know, because like the longer you've been in one, maybe the impulse, like you miss that more at times or it's an interesting thing because it's unlike like that new, fresh, yeah spark is unlike anything else I mean you have else. to
1: work so hard at it I mean I've been before this three and a half years of singleness I've only had I was a serial monogamous so oh, I had yeah, like sure. two years two years three years four years wow so one year wow so yeah I wow. and then I was like I need to stop doing this and figure out what and I really want and now you're
3: picking someone up once a week <laughs>
1: I know and now I'm very picky like because I'm like well I figured out what I want I don't want to just be in another four-year relationship that doesn't go anywhere and I like, to be
3: there
0: yeah. What? Just like that's amazing. Yeah. No, but I'm so pretty safe But girls. you have yeah. to live the time I in between. Know, you know, I hate that's it. part of it yeah. too. Yeah,
1: it took me a while to get there, and it's nice. But um, but now I just worry. Oh God, is what I want not out there? But I don't expect a perfect person. It's just, no. I did that really great exercise you do where you. Well, my therapist made me do it. Where you list all the things and then you cut them down to five. Basically, Whoa. all I'm asking for is five things. <laughs> wow, I love therapy. Yeah, it's good. Yep,
0: we talk about it so often. so good, so good. I wow. get therapy this week. Um, amazing. Yeah, that was Should so fun. We Should we call it? Yeah. Yeah. So Jess. How can we find you on social media?
1: So I'm on, mostly on Instagram is my favorite. So I'm at jessica.m.thompson on Instagram. But also if you want to follow the film, it's T-L-O-T-M yes. film, T-L-O-T-M. So the light of the moon film. Um, and the film will be coming out in theaters in October and November. Oh, so yay. That's so exciting. It is Congratulations exciting. Thank again. Thank you. Yeah. So exciting. Look
3: out for it. Bridget Brooke, Brooke. Bridget Brooke. Where can I find you on social media? Well,
0: Bridget, you can find me on um, Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman um, and then on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman, uh, no underscore. I'm sorry, what was that? No underscore on Instagram. And then, you know, I deleted my LinkedIn, so.
3: <laughs> Thanks out of that
0: uh, Bridget miss Social Media ma'am how about you
3: <laughs> you can find me in my home Twitter at <laughs> Mrs. Burt Macklin and you can find me on Instagram at Bridget M37
0: and collectively we are at
3: Splat Podcast wherever
0: social media accounts are found
3: including Gmail
0: including Gmail please email thanks again us.
3: Anne for emailing us last week we um,
0: thank you Jess for being on the show of
3: course loved I loved it can't wait to
1: you. hear it and listen to all the others yay cannot wait
0: alright beep boop, boop. Thank
3: you.